Philips is focused on innovation to improve the health and well-being of people. Our devices and device-agnostic informatics solutions can scale across your enterprise to help care teams diagnose, treat, and manage patients with accuracy, speed, and confidence. By connecting the digital patient story, physicians and clinicians have intelligence for decision-making in the moment and insight to see beyond. It's our privilege to partner with you to care for the carers and to improve the lives of the people and patients they serve. Philips, innovation and you. This is Kate Cruz recording live at the 8th Annual Becker's HIT Digital Health and RCM Conference in Chicago. I'm here with Ed Lee. Ed, to get us started, can you share a bit about yourself and your role at your organization? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Thank you, Kate, for having me. Uh, Kate, I'm a primary care physician in internal medicine. Uh, I practice in Northern California with Kaiser Permanente. Uh, I've been with the organization for nearly 20 years, and I've uh, recently most uh, served as the executive vice president of IT and the chief information officer of the Permanente Federation for about the five, five, five years now. Thank you for sharing. When you think of digital innovation in healthcare right now, what excites you the most and why? Yeah, you know, I, I think this is gonna sound a little cliche, but it's it's AI, it's artificial intelligence, but what I like to call augmented intelligence. Um, and, you know, I think if you ask the same question two years ago or five years ago, the answer still may have been AI, but I think it's different now. Um, things have accelerated incredibly fast over the past year. And whereas in the past, it was more hype. Um, now there are real world applications of AI that are being used in clinical practice and really making a difference in the way we deliver care, improving quality, elevating patient experience, decreasing clinician burnout, and making medical care just more efficient in general. Yeah, so I'm going to skip ahead a couple questions just because that leads me really well into the next one. Could you share a few examples of specific instances where the integration of informatics solutions or technology led to improved patient outcomes or enhanced patient provider communication or other benefits for the healthcare system? Yeah, happy to do that. And there, there are many examples that I could think of. Um, I guess I'll start with some some AI examples where you know we've implemented predictive analytic tools and have even published studies around how some of these tools are saving hundreds of lives a year. Um, similarly, we have computer vision algorithms and natural language processing tools uh, that are being used that can do things like detect breast cancer earlier or reducing the administrative burden that our physicians are facing in the daily practice. Um, and you know, not necessarily AI related, but we also created systems where we've integrated into our electronic health record the many different preventative care items that each individual patient um, needs to uh, take care of all in one screen. And those are things like immunizations and cancer screenings. Um, and, you know, we make it visible to uh, and accessible to all our patients and all our members of our care team, which allows everyone on the care team to um, participate uh, in the uh, closure of care gaps that our, our patients uh, are facing. Yeah, that was a great example. I really like um, you emphasizing the increased visibility that I think is something that from the patient perspective has been really um, beneficial. At your organization, what are top priorities for technology? What are the big issues that you're trying to solve? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's all about the patients, of course, first and foremost. And um, what we're trying to do is to make sure that our technology is integrated into our operations. Um, I, I kind of alluded to earlier the the quadruple aim, the components of the quadruple aim. And you know, I know that technology can help with all aspects of that. Um, but of course, we, we need to make sure that we're thoughtful about the technology we bring in. 
about how we implement it and how we integrate it into our operations and and how we're going to support it on an ongoing basis. Um, two important areas of focus are access to care and physician burnout. I think those are a couple of couple of things that many organizations are are looking at uh, more carefully. And you know, if you think about it, um, those two go hand in hand. Um, if the patient demand is high, uh, demand on physician expertise is high too, and correspondingly, the physician stress can go up. But you know, creating systems that allow patients to get care without having uh, everything funneled to a physician will allow our patients to get their needs met more quickly and also reduce the stress on our physicians and, and other clinicians. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good point. What is one piece of advice that you would give to healthcare leaders today regarding digital innovation? You know, I, I think there's just so much out there right now, especially about AI and as well as other digital solutions. But I think what we need to do is really start with the problem you're trying to solve. Uh, understand the vision and strategy of your organization. Don't buy a solution just because it promises to give you 200% on your ROI and, and then try to see how it can fit back into your operations. Thinking critically about the gaps uh, and your needs and then ask yourself what solutions can meet those needs and whether there is a potential for that solution to scale to meet your needs uh, and to cover your entire enterprise over time. So you brought, you mentioned ROI and how you know that's not kind of the key determinant of technology being implemented. What would you say are the specific key you know checkpoints that a new technology needs to check off before it should be implemented? Yeah, I mean when we're talking about healthcare, um, it's it's you know again it's about the patients, making sure that it is allowing uh, our patients to receive the care that they need and they deserve, um, high quality care patient experience. Um, I think those are two key components to any type of solution you might be bringing in to make sure that it um, it uh, improves those aspects as well as the clinician experience because so much of what happens nowadays is um, that's not taken into consideration. And that's one of the reasons why you know, uh, physician burnout and clinician burnout is a problem in our, our um, healthcare system today. Yeah. And I'm no economist economist, I can't even say the word, but I can only imagine that, you know, with those checked off that it then leads to improved ROI as well. Absolutely. You know, um, I think, I think that follows, you know, I mean, exactly. if, if you take care of those other aspects um, without even trying hard, you can make sure that the, the ROI comes uh, with that. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing. Five years from now, what do you think will be the most significant change in healthcare delivery and operations? How should leaders prepare? You know, it, it's, um, I've talked about this already with respect to, to AI, and I think it's going to be the fact that there's going to be increased incorporation of AI tools into our clinical practice. I'm convinced quality of care will improve and that AI technology combined with clinician expertise will make our healthcare system better. Um, I think in the future, AI is not going to be a, a nice to have anymore. It's going to be instead standard of care, not only because it'll drive improvements in quality, but it'll also curb the continual rise, uh, rising cost of healthcare. Definitely. Dr. Lee, is there anything else our listeners should know before we wrap up today? Well, I, you know, I, I think the future is just incredibly exciting. Um, it's going to be a fun ride. So I think we all should just buckle up and enjoy the ride. Awesome. Dr. Lee, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. 
It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.